Welcome to the Your Lender Buddy podcast. This podcast is designed to empower real estate professionals with industry knowledge that they need to succeed. Without further ado, I'll pass it on to Jordan Keck for today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jordan, your lender buddy. Thank you for a phenomenal 2022. Happy New Year. When I didn't know what to expect when I started this podcast, I can tell you that after 28 episodes, I've been so encouraged by your support and the value that so many people are getting from it. As we go into 2023, I want to continue to give you the most value possible. And so in doing that, I want to be changing the format from a once a week podcast to every other week, as well as doing interviews with industry professionals to get other perspectives in. If you'd love to hear from a specific person or a topic covered, reach out and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at jordan at findtheadvantage.com. Getting into our content for today, if you've been in the business for more than five minutes, you've heard the naysayers to real estate loud and clear. Whether on social media or the news, you can always find somebody saying that the crash is happening. It's worse than 2008, they say. Buying a house is for suckers. Prices are crashing right now. You can find negative, scary, impending doom type headlines every year that you want. One headline in particular simply stated, and I quote, history says real estate is a bad investment. That headline came out in 2012. How much of a return on investment did people get if they bought in 2012 and held it for 10 years? easily more than doubling the value of the home. This is extremely damaging to those who listen to this advice. Not only do you lose out on helping a client get into a home, but they lose out on the incredible opportunity and wealth building that real estate can provide while continuing to pay rent. You may have been here many times before where potential clients will cite their market fears as a reason not to buy. Sure, they want to own a home, but they're waiting for the market to crash. When you really press them, most people have no idea what it is they're actually waiting for. So how many times have you heard this objection given? How many times are clients getting spooked by the market and seem to sabotage their own deal at the last minute? How many clients aren't even calling you because they're scared? If you're like most agents, you've likely heard some form of this excuse many times. You try your best to explain that This time is different. It's not like 2008, and no one can predict the future, and long-term real estate's a good bet. Ultimately, though, you don't want to be pushy, and so you respect their decision and say, well, keep in touch as things change. Maybe you put them on a drip campaign and hope they'll change their mind. Maybe you hope the market does crash, and they come running back to you with everybody else who seems to be sitting on the sidelines. Honestly, you'll doubt you'll ever hear from them again, and just chalk it up to a numbers game. You might even be wondering if they're right. Is the market about to crash? Am I in the right industry? Is it a mistake to recommend people buy real estate right now? Am I doing more harm than good? Does the client have better information than I do? Do they know something I don't? Now, if this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if you had a way to accurately predict the future of real estate, the so-called crystal ball? How would it feel if when the next time you talked with a client, you knew exactly what to say to put their fears at ease. Imagine your own confidence improving, making it easier to talk with clients through what used to be hard conversations. Fence sitters decide to get off the fence and get into the game, 
and your sales are jumping higher while the rest of your office stays in a slump. After years and years of research, talking with market experts and national-level economic analysts, and my own trial and error, I've discovered a simple way to do just that. The concepts I learned allow the entire market to be broken down into a single, understandable metric that will remove fear and create confidence in the market. Understanding it will bolster your own confidence and allow you to convey that same confidence to your fence-sitting clients and get them into the market. Sound too good to be true? It's not. I know because it's what I've been doing in my business for years to help hundreds of clients. And I'll show you what I use to understand and predict the future of real estate and give you actual scripts you can use today for immediate results. These have worked for dozens of realtors I share them with, and they'll work for you too if you put them in practice. The best part? You don't have to be an economist or even like math. The single most important concept I'm referring to was most widely discussed in 1776 by an economist named Adam Smith, who wrote The Wealth of Nations and is often considered the godfather of economics. In it, he referred to this concept as the invisible hand that naturally guides the economy as responsible for pricing of all goods and services in the economy. Today, we call that powerful concept supply and demand, and it governs the future of real estate as everything else. Now, the incredible simplicity of this concept is that the lens through which you view the world. The easiest way to understand this is when more people want to buy homes than there are homes to buy, prices go up. When there are more homes for sale than people who want to buy them, prices go down. Said another way, when demand is higher than supply, prices are pressured up. When supply is higher than demand, prices are pressured down. So why is this so powerful? It seems pretty basic. The power is in viewing every single factor in the market in terms of how it impacts the supply and demand for houses. To give you an example, right now as I'm recording this in January of 2023, we are in a high interest rate environment compared to previous years. Now, high interest rates They scare a lot of people away from the market. They go, oh my goodness, it's a bad time in the market. Houses are going to crash. Interest rates are too high. But they don't necessarily know why. When you break it down, high interest rates mean less demand for houses. Fewer people are able to qualify and afford the houses in the market. So that means that demand is lower. Now, it doesn't change the supply. The supply is the same. But if you only change the demand, that's a factor that adds pressure for prices to go down. That's it. Pretty simple, right? That is the only impact that rates have on real estate values. They increase or decrease demand when they change. So the higher the rates go, the more they decrease demand for the homes. But here's the counterpoint. When you look at the supply side, because the demand is dropping, builders are also reducing the amount of supply coming onto the market. In order for the market to crash, there has to be a massive imbalance between supply and demand for homes. And once you begin to start adding up all of the major factors changing the supply and demand, it becomes very clear that we're nowhere near a crash. I'll save you the time of looking up the data on your own and give you a real example from a client of mine with a script you can use verbatim when this question comes up, because it's a perfect example of the information that our clients are either 
listening to or hearing out there in the media and in social right now. So this client brought up a perfect example, and here is his text. I have a friend who knows everything that wrote me a text this morning that kind of stressed me out. Would you mind reading it and clarifying? Here's the quote. So do some research on the current housing market before you buy a house right now. Unless you absolutely have to, I would hold off. I haven't researched a ton, but it may mean being able to get a 20-year loan versus having to get a 30-year or $100,000 less on a house if you wait. People are scrambling to sell right now because the market is crashing. They are talking worse than 2008. It would be poopy, my words not his, censored for uh, PG rating. So it would be poopy to be completely underwater within a year, owing $150,000 more than the house is worth. Just look into it. I know we don't know each other that well, but do it anyway, end quote. Wow. Even reading that, I'm sure just like I am, you're cringing at the lack of specifics and the amount of fear that's incited from somebody that he says barely knows him. This is what our clients are facing out there, though. And if you aren't prepared to address this and proactively reassure your clients, this is more than enough to scare them away. And whether they're telling you or not, this is what people are hearing. So here's my response. It's a good concern, but it's not supported by the data I'm looking at. I've actually taught one to two hour classes answering this question, so I'll summarize the main points. In 2008, there were 25% of homes that were underwater. Right now, there are 2.2%. 37% of all homes have no mortgage on them. And the average amount of equity for those with a mortgage is 70.5%, meaning the average is that people who owe only people who own homes only owe about 29.5% of their home's values. In 2008, there were over 4 million homes for sale with a US population of 304 million. Today, there are 1.14 million homes for sale, about 25%, with a population of 332 million. So you have four times less inventory with almost 30 million more, 10% more population. Historically, we've never seen interest rates below 5% until after the crash in 2008. Rates are typically between 5 to 7% anyway. And lastly, loan delinquency rates, which measure how many people are behind on their mortgages, is near the all-time low even after forbearances have ended. As of September, only 2.8% of all mortgages are 30 days late or more. 1.2% of the, of the total mortgages are 90 days later more, and only 0.3% are in foreclosure. Now, this completely reassured my client, and notice that I didn't ever say the market isn't crashing or won't crash. By giving this answer, I'm giving them the tools to come up with their own consensus on what is going on. Most people intuitively understand the concept of supply and demand. When they see all of these factors influencing the market in a positive way and contrasting it with what it took to crash the market in 2008, the answer seems obvious. So practice this script, become familiar with the data so you feel confident first. The more you understand supply and demand, the more you'll begin seeing all the data of the market through that lens and can easily filter through the noise. Use this data to empower your clients remove their fear, and go into the market with confidence. Thank you for listening to the podcast. 
If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and pass it on to somebody else who might find it helpful as well. And let's elevate real estate together. This podcast has been brought to you by Jordan Keck, NMLS number 1017341, Branch Manager at Advantage Mortgage Incorporated, 5955 Shoreview Lane, North Suite 200, Kaiser, Oregon 97303, Company NMLS 1770599, Equal Housing Lender. Jordan Keck is licensed in Oregon, Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Texas, and Washington. Until next time, thanks again for listening.